0: This is Empower, the podcast that motivates you to start living your best life as your best self. My name is Mahi Sorensen. I'm a former lawyer turned podcast host, content creator, and now your personal hype woman. Thank you so much for joining me, where we chat all about growth, goals, and living with intention. No matter how life is feeling for you today, this time is yours, so let's make it count. Tefano welcome back to empower or welcome to empower for those of you that are new here I am so happy to have you here today's episode is going to be all about structure and how you can add more structure to your day week month life year you know the drill and the inspiration for this episode came from my fortnightly newsletter every fortnight I send out an email to you my wonderful community of listeners as a bit of a check-in, but mostly to give you three reflective questions to think about. One, because we should all be looking to make reflection a regular part of our lives, right? But also because I totally get that we always have the best intentions to do all the stuff right to take more time out to journal and reflect and show gratitude and have a morning routine and have an evening routine and do your skincare and eat the right foods and all that stuff right we always have the best intentions but sometimes life gets in the way and if you find some time out to journal or reflect it's all good to set the time aside but what if you don't know what to do What if you find yourself sitting there with a pen in your hand and no idea what to write? And I get that. So I like to send out three random reflective questions every fortnight to either help prompt with your own reflective journaling process or just to have a think about. And actually, before I carry on, if you do want to be a part of the newsletter, you can access the link to sign up on my website, which is in the description. I also like to share these questions on my Instagram and I give everyone on there an opportunity to vote on which question they want to see the answers to. And then I share the answers anonymously. It's sort of one of the things that I've started doing recently to feel more connected to you and to people on Instagram, especially now that I have pulled back from coaching so much. Anyways, let me get to the point. To my surprise, the most recent poll ended in the most popular question by far being Do you need structure to thrive? Now, the answer that I have to that personally is a resounding yes. And that is because I am a planning, planning, organized to do list, decluttering, stop, take every item in my house, know when every food item in my pantry is going to expire kind of girly like that is me but I know that's not the case for many and while I totally acknowledge structure does not work for some people and if you're one of those people and you know that for sure then perhaps this episode doesn't apply to you but it could apply to someone that you know there's also another category of person category I like to call the potentials and if you fit into this category, you could have a feeling that structure could change your life or benefit you in some way, but you're not really sure how, because you don't know how. Maybe it's something that you've tried and failed and then so on, and then you give up and you don't really know what to do, and then like life gets in the way, like I said. A lot of my coaching clients in the past fell into this category. They were curious about structure, but not sure how to implement it in a way that worked for their lives. So let's talk about some of the things that you can do to help establish some structure in your life and have you feeling a bit more in control and on top of your ship. And disclaimer, there is no magic bullet. There is no right way to do it. What works for me might not work for you, and that's okay. When I was coaching, I would have clients that I would work with. We would develop a plan and my client would go away with every intention to execute that plan for the week. And say if we met in our next session and if she hadn't been able to follow the plan, nine times out of 10, she would feel bad about that. She would feel guilty or ashamed or useless, feel like there was something wrong with her. Actually, there was nothing wrong with her. The plan just wasn't the right plan for her. And that was nobody's fault. It just required that we adapted it to make it work for her. And it became like a process of trial and error. And I guess the same thing applies here. If structure is one of those things that you've tried to implement in the past, it hasn't worked, that doesn't necessarily mean that you don't thrive with structure. It could mean that you just haven't found the right way to implement structure in your life to fit your needs. And I just, I needed to say that because sometimes if there is something that we want to achieve and it doesn't work in the way that we'd hoped, it's, it's easy to blame ourselves. It's almost a cop out to blame ourselves. So I don't want you to do that life is about trying different things experimenting decide what you like what you don't like and if you don't like something if something doesn't work for you you move on and you try something else it's how it's supposed to be so basically what I'm saying is like don't be afraid of failure and that's just like a life tip that's just my life tip for you today (laughs) so structure how do we do it Structure means different things to different people, but the easiest way to think about it for the purposes of this episode is routines, habits, and protocols that you follow in order to get things done. Like I say, if you have listened to me for a while, you'll know this. I'm obsessed with structure and routine, and I feel it. I really feel it if my day doesn't have it. I guarantee I will have an unproductive day if it is lacking in structure, and sometimes that's okay. On the weekends, chill out, rest. This is something new to me. I'm not used to resting on my weekends, but I've started doing it a bit more this year and it does feel good. You don't need structure to rest or mellow out. But when you have a busy day or a busy week or you're just in a busy period of life and you feel like you could be susceptible to a certain amount of stress or anxiety, structure is your friend structure sets the foundation so that all you need to do is follow the steps and know that you will get all of the important things done. As many of you know, I have a Desperd standing desk and I love it. I'm at my desk pretty much all day, most days, and hand on heart, it is one of the best investments I've ever made. And with my underdesk treadmill, I can seriously hit 10,000 steps a day in less than two hours without leaving my office. So I'm not joking when I say I cannot imagine life without it now. The good people at Desperd have given me a discount code which will get you $40 off any Desperd desk purchase. That code is MIHI, M-I-H-I, plus you get free shipping New Zealand wide and a 10-year warranty so make sure you head over to their website Nz and check them out the link is in the description so I've got 10 tips for you starting with number one setting three priorities for the day and I've got a whole other episode on this I will link it in the description because that was so many episodes ago I have forgotten what I called it but this is Probably the most effective way to start planning your day, to start being more productive, because the one thing I know, if I don't have my priorities set for the day, I just won't get anything done, and I will end the day and feel like, what did I even do today? Today was a waste of a day. I hate wasting a day. So if you want to add a little bit more structure to your life, it's a good way to dip your toes in. Wake up in the morning, or even decide the night before, that's even better, Decide what the three things are on this day that you will get done no matter what. Write them down, keep a note of it, keep it in your brain, whatever you want to do, and make sure you get those things done. If nothing else, make sure you get those things done. It's a good way to start adding structure, little bite sized pieces. Then you can move on to doing the same thing for a week because I've noticed that I could. Have a full week of getting my three priorities for each day done and I still might look back on my entire week and be like, "Mm, I still feel like I haven't done everything that I wanted to do, right? So make it a week. Next thing that I probably live and die by more than the three priorities for the day, to-do lists. And whatever format works for you. For a long time, I used to do written to-do lists. Now I actually use the to-do list app because I already pay for Office. I pay for Word. I pay for OneNote. I pay for all of those Microsoft Office apps. And to-do list is free and comes with it. And it syncs between your phone and your computer. Look, digital to-do lists work for me because I've got my phone on me all the time. If I'm not, I'm on my computer all the time. But sometimes written is good as well. I kind of mix it up, but my daily to-do list is my to-do list app. But yeah, can confirm, if I don't have a to-do list for a day, I'm not going to have a productive day. It is what it is. Next is time blocking, and I feel like I've spoken about it before. It's probably a bit more on the intense side of structure in a day compared to three priorities for the day and to-do lists, depending on how serious you get, right? Some people time block their entire day so that they don't have an extra five minutes anywhere. What I like to do when I am really, really busy is time block in 90-minute chunks and I give myself 90 minutes to get things done from, say, 10 o'clock to 11.30, I have to get this report done or I have to go through my emails or whatever it is. It does require a level of discipline that can make it a little bit difficult to stick with. And it also depends on how reliant you are on your calendars and how often you're checking in on it. But time blocking, I could do another episode on time blocking, actually. Let me know if you want that. Otherwise, just look it up, Google it. Like I say, it's probably a bit more rigid, a bit more serious than three priorities for the day, but good to give it a go if you are wanting to add a little bit more structure into your life. Next is morning routine, evening routine. I have never been able to conquer the evening routine. Morning routine, I kind of go in and out depending on what phase I'm in. Right now, I am not in a morning routine phase, but I'm about to get back into a morning routine phase. And I'd say that's been affected a little bit by like COVID and I was traveling a lot in February and all of that stuff. But I have a whole episode of morning routines again from last year. So let me find it and then... I will link it for you, <laughs> but if I just focus really quickly on a morning routine, the reason why that's important is because you're setting yourself up for the entire day, that could be the time that you spend setting your priorities for the day, that could be the time that you prepare your to-do list or go over your calendar and make sure that you've you've got everything in there that you need to do, make sure you're not missing anything, make sure you know if you have any appointments that you are going to go to those appointments and you don't forget that you've got things on, you know. I feel like morning routines are, like, so romanticized to be, like, you know, like, that girl on TikTok and you wake up and you have the big drink of lemon water and then you just, like, do some stretching and do some yoga and read a book and do your manifestations and gratitude. Look, I'm all for that. If you have that in you, go for it, sister. I'm not stopping you. But for me and as someone who whose main priority for my day is... Planning and structure, and getting everything done, and being productive. A big part of my morning routine when it is fully underway is making sure I am not missing anything that's coming up for the rest of the day. Then I've got planning your meals. That's a big one just because you know how if you have tried meal prepping. It's like a little bit boring, but it's really nice to not have to use energy thinking about what you're going to like make for dinner. What am I going to have for lunch? It's annoying thinking about those things. It's one of those annoying inconveniences about being a grown up and moving out of home. If you were lucky enough to have parents that, you know, took care of you, made you food, It sucks growing up and having to be responsible for your own feeds. But if you plan your meals, it's one less thing to think about. You can just go into autopilot and do your thing and eat your food and then carry on and jump into the next thing. I'm not trying to turn you into a robot, but it does help. It helps with structuring your day. Then we've got setting time aside for you to wind down. It's what I am terrible at, but if you go too hard especially if you go too hard too quickly. But if you just go too hard in general, if you're so obsessed with being productive and getting as much of your important stuff done as possible and not allowing time for you to wind down, you will burn out. As someone who has burnt out chronically, over the years, because I am not good at setting aside time specifically just to chill and do nothing. I am not someone who's comfortable doing nothing. And that is a problem that I'm dealing with. And I know many of you feel the same way as well. So yes, structure is about making sure you are being productive and getting all of the important stuff done, but you cannot do that if you are burnt out. So make sure no matter what structure looks like to you, that you set aside time for you to wind down. Then we've got boundaries and boundaries is a big one. As you know, we could be talking about boundaries in terms of screen time on the phone. We all know that we can waste hours and hours on our phones scrolling and part of implementing structure in your day and making sure you get all the important stuff done is setting boundaries around the amount of time that we spend scrolling on our phones limiting distractions whether that is distractions getting caught up in dumb conversations with people distractions also includes other activities that you use to procrastinate Mm -hmm. we've all been there so boundaries think about the boundaries that you need to implement think about the things that make it harder for you to implement structure in your life? What are the challenges that you face? Are there some boundaries that you should be setting to make it easier to overcome those challenges? Say for instance, if you get caught up on your phone in the group chat, whatever, or even like scrolling on your emails, if you do that too much and then you get stuck in your emails and then you start organizing your emails like me, maybe you need to set some boundaries about the amount of time that you are spending on your phone. Then we've got planning ahead for anything that you know is a pressure point for you. So that could be planning ahead over the following week, over the following month, whatever it looks like for you. There are things in your life that you know create more stress and more anxiety than others. Things that maybe are a little bit more uncertain than the norm and things that perhaps you don't have as much control over and therefore it makes you feel a little bit more anxious and a little bit more stressed. For me as an example, podcast episodes, right? I launch podcast episodes every week and I want to say that I have always got them planned (laughs) at least four weeks in advance. That is a lie. That would be a lie. However, I plan ahead so that I always have time to record a podcast episode, even if it is hours before it is launching. I make sure I can get every single podcast episode out. The reason I'm making a point of that is because I also travel for work. So often I do have to record podcast episodes and schedule them and make sure they are ready for you. But in order for me to do that, I need to plan ahead. I look forward about a month and I check my work schedule. I check my travel schedule, not just for work travel, but also I I go to Christchurch quite a bit. I go home quite a bit. I do a lot of stuff. And I make sure, okay, if I'm going to Wellington for work in two weeks' time, so I'm going to be there for two weeks as well, that's two podcast episodes that I will not be able to record being on time because I will not be at home in my office with my mic. So I've got to make sure I record those two episodes before I go. That is creating structure in my life. That is making sure I get all of the important stuff done, aka my podcast episodes, which are important, and I would absolutely lose my marbles if I missed (laughs) If I missed a week, I mean, look, emergencies happen, but emergencies have never happened to me, and emergencies do not happen to this podcast so far. Podcast episodes would cause me extreme anxiety if I didn't get them out on time. Another one worth planning, which is a big one for all of us, is finances. Plan ahead. Plan ahead. If you know that you've got something big coming up that is going to be costly, Don't put your head in the sand and live in denial and hope that you will just be able to afford it even though you haven't done anything to save any money and you actually don't have any money for it at all because that will stress you out. You need to plan ahead. Start setting money aside. Look forward. And the last one, I'm sure I have spoken about it like a number of times. Keep your space tidy wherever you are, wherever you work, in your home, in your bedroom and your bathroom and your couch room, whatever it is keep your spaces tidy because a messy space equals a messy mind a messy mind equals a messy life you've just got to stay on top of it and as someone who's like relatively lazy with keeping my house tidy I admit it it's true but like as time has gone on I have seen the benefit of being crazier and crazier with my cleaning and and not hoarding things, and getting rid of stuff, and kind of living this minimalist lifestyle that I'm getting into, it clears my mind. If my mind is clear, I have more space in it for the things that matter. I can get the things done that I need to do, so keep your space tidy, and maybe that's not something that you think of when you think of adding structure to your life, but actually, it makes a world of difference, because One of the hardest things about having a day where you don't have any structure is that you feel so wildly out of control and everything just feels like it's just too much to handle. You minimize the impact when you are in a space that feels calm. So those are my main tips of the day for you to have a think about. Perhaps you are already implementing some of them or maybe there are some that you've never heard of that you're keen to try. I will always be a huge advocate for structure in your life for obvious reasons, but also because personally, I feel the least like me when everything is chaotic. I feel like the worst version of myself when everything is chaotic. And again, I acknowledge I'm probably, definitely more down the extreme end of things, but I think we can all agree that when we have a plan for the day and we execute it, we go to bed feeling good about that. I am a big advocate for women, full stop, but especially for women being in control of our own lives, of our own affairs, of having our shit together. And some may say that I'm being dramatic, but you can't have your shit together if you just float through life and wait to see what happens. One of the most empowering things I have ever done. Is take control of my life, take responsibility for the way that I spend each day, for the things that I eat, for the way that I manage my finances, for my relationships, the things I choose to give my time and energy to, and trust me, adding structure to your life will help you get your shit together. You will be prepared for whatever life throws your way, and you'll feel confident about that. That doesn't necessarily mean it will be easy, but it will be worth it. Anyways... That's all I've got for you today. So on that note, I will love you and leave you. Thank you for listening. I appreciate that you've taken time out of your day to listen to me. So make sure you do something kind for yourself today and I will chat to you next week.